0: Welcome to the Luba Mark Wrestling Podcast. Shane Captain Jenny, Shane Captain Jenny. All these super marks of wrestling, retirement guaranteed. Join the Luba Mark Wrestling Podcast.
1: And welcome to another episode of the Luba Mark's Wrestling Podcast. This is Wrangler, and I have Jenny along with me. Say hello, Jenny.
2: Hello, everybody.
1: Before we get into what was a, uh, actually turned out to be a really fun week in wrestling, really big week in wrestling for a lot of things. Uh, how was your week, Jim?
2: It was fine. It was normal. Not much happened.
0: Not much Just happened. watched
2: most of the wrestling. I'm a bit behind this week, but, so I was... <coughs> excuse me, I haven't seen SmackDown yet, and I've seen the Bray Wyatt part. And the QR code and everything, because you sent it to me. Yep. That's for the rest of SmackDown, and I haven't watched TakeOver yet. I know, I'm a horrible person. Total well, professional here, but I have not watched a lot of the wrestling this week. Well, I actually did tune into NXT this week, though.
1: Yeah, NXT on but Tuesday. But then I didn't watch the
2: TakeOver. I'm trying to get back into NXT. Just my Tuesdays got crazy for a while. I just didn't feel like watching wrestling after doing the things that I was doing. So I got out of the habit and now I just need to get back into the habit of watching NXT. I need to find some people to draw me in. That's kind of part of why I stopped watching NXT, is everybody that I enjoyed watching either was fired or they moved up to the main roster, so I was watching them there. I just I haven't found that connection to somebody that makes me want to tune into NXT every week.
1: Me and Red other has other than a, like Cora Jade. Me and Red has had that same conversations, like all the people that she enjoyed watching on NXT TV. Had all either been called up or went to AW, right? And and there's not really anybody. I mean, we're in agreement that we hate Grayson Wallers for Grayson Wallers' existence. Uh, but there really isn't anybody that we have tuned in to say, "Hey, you know, this guy, this person, this guy, this this girl is a must see." There's really not that person on the NXT roster right now.
2: I was really enjoying Cora Jade, but she just isn't enough to make me tune in every week. So I, just, I need to start watching every week in order to find that person. I mean, it took me watching for like three, four, five months before I even found Dolph Ziggler for regular roster wrestling. So I, just, I need to force myself to start watching it again and find that person.
1: I will say before we get into everything, you didn't watch Halloween Havoc. So you didn't see... So what is the chances that you've seen... The outfit that uh, Shotzi had on that night.
2: Which one? Did she only wear one outfit or did she costume change?
1: change? I think it was during the middle of the the show.
2: I think I've seen Quincy's outfit, but I did not see Shotzi's. Oh,
1: gosh. I have a whole new appreciation for Shotzi now.
2: I mean, I just love Shotzi regardless, but I'm sure it was hot as hell.
1: Oh, it was definitely hot. Definitely hot. Whole new appreciation for Shotzi.
2: She's amazing. She is. She is.
1: But anyway, anyway, let's get into let's get into the stuff that you did see. Uh, so let's let's go ahead and lead off with AEW on Wednesday night or Tuesday night. It was Tuesday night. They had a huge, huge show on Tuesday night. Where Man, think, the
2: internet was having fun with this.
1: Yes. Uh every title I think they had most of their championships were on the line, if not all on well no, it was what they had like three or four title matches.
2: I think it was like three or four title matches. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, At least but, their main titles were all represented. I believe. Yeah,
1: the, yeah, the yeah, all the uh, you know they've got like a ten billion championships. Everybody's Rich. got a championship in AEW, and I, I hate it. Uh, but the matches were really fun though. I had uh, Jericho versus Dalton Castle, and if you haven't watched Dalton Castle because a lot of people don't get ROH, a lot of people didn't get the ROH and uh, ROH and syndication, Dalton Castle can go. Dalton Castle is really good, and they had a they had a fun match. Uh, A lot of chicanery going on with uh, the boys and Jack Swagger. Uh, A little overbooked, but still, you know, it's a Dalton Castle match. That's what happens. Uh, It was a fun match. Of course, Jericho holds on there. And then, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, Jericho would never book himself to lose a belt. (laughs) (laughs) But it was a fun R.O.H.
2: veteran, Chris
1: Jericho. Yeah, R.O.H. veteran, Chris Jericho, yeah. Uh, it was a fun match. I I, I didn't. I'm not, I'm not hating on the match, and of course, I, I, I we joke about Chris Jericho in, in jest, somewhat, somewhat, somewhat. And it, it is kind of annoying that he has a he has a championship. He has no, no need to carry, unless they're just using him to get exposure for the brand. But I, I don't know.
2: So anyway, mean, they keep saying there's something coming for ROH as far as TV. Well, let's hope for some sort of show deal
1: let's hope so let's hope you know 605 on saturday night for roh the old uh the old wcw saturday night spot that would be all right for roh get some exposure out there make it make it a fun two hours make it a fun hour make it a fun two hours
2: i mean depending on the time of year yeah yeah i think it would struggle against college football maybe during the college football season but you never know. Saturday never, nights
1: never, might work. You never know. You never know. It it worked for. I mean,
2: people keep saying they want a Saturday morning wrestling show
1: back, so maybe Saturday morning. Well, maybe. You know, that would be that would be fun because you know it's been a long time since we've had Saturday morning wrestling. We used to have Saturday morning wrestling all the time. It's been it's been a minute since we had Saturday morning wrestling. But anyway, anyway. And we also had uh, Tony Storm. She defended her championship against Takerushita in a, in a in really good match. I'm a I'm becoming more and more of a fan of Hikaru Shida the more I see her. Uh, her her style is uh, a lot. She was really, I thought her style was really boring. Her, you know, like first couple, first year or so she was in AEW, but her style has come along as of late. And she's just, she's she's become, you know, she's learning the Western ways as far as like, the more she spends, more time she spends over here, the more the better she becomes, and the more you know, more accustomed she becomes to the Western Western wrestling. And then, uh but Tony Storm, Tony Storm is awesome. Oh
2: and, yes, she is.
1: And I I love the fact that Tony is a champion. It seems like it's uh, yeah. You know, I hate
2: that she's labeled interim.
1: Interim, but... yes, I hate that label too. I I see why WWE doesn't use it.
2: Like, if your champion gets hurt, you're stripping them and crowning a new champion. They can have first dibs at it when they get back, but you don't have to use the internal label.
1: Yeah, internal label. Yeah, I I don't like that label. I understand why WWE doesn't use it now.
2: I mean, I think the only time they used it was during COVID.
1: Yeah, for for the the Cruiserweight Cruiserweight Championship, yeah.
2: Because, I mean, that made sense. Mm -hmm. Because you technically had two champions going, but just one of them couldn't work because of the rules right. in europe at the time right because i think i mean if it was just a matter of the travel they could have had them both working but uk didn't open up for a long time for the uk wrestling
1: oh yeah they got jordan devlin over as soon as they could
2: right
0: but yeah so i understand that, it, it
2: sense. in that Right, because your champion can go and defend it physically, but there's other hurdles that are keeping them from going at the time.
0: Right. Yep.
2: That pesky COVID.
1: Mm, Pesky COVID. Pesky COVID. Glad it's gone. I
2: was actually just thinking about going back and watching COVID Mania, just for shits and giggles, Mm -hmm. just to see how awkward it would be now that I'm used to the live crowds again.
1: Oh, COVID Mania was so,
2: so weird. But so good all at the same time. Like, it was needed.
1: It was needed. It was very needed. Yeah, it was very needed. The world was the world didn't know what to do. I mean, we didn't over here in the states. We're so used to going out and doing whatever the hell we feel like doing, and then we couldn't. And we got wrestling back, and wrestling was like the only the only uh, consistent thing we had.
2: Right. Like I don't remember. I don't know why, but I was kind of sitting and just randomly thinking the other day about how weird it was. For those that period of time where we had no sports
0: because
2: mm-hmm. baseball didn't start when it was supposed to nope. they'd shut down everything
1: nba yeah the nba got shut down baseball didn't start so i couldn't
2: remember to. what actually is going in march other than baseball being about to start but yeah soccer usually kind of starts around march i think they ended up maybe starting on time
1: it was
2: weird. They did it really weird. Yeah.
1: It was weird. It was they had a like all the time.
2: teams staying and playing out of one stadium so that they didn't have to travel. Everyone had to like go live in Florida. It was just very bizarre. It was a weird fucking time in the world. But thank God for wrestling and yeah. the PC and that they were able to pull off what they did. And then AEW working from Daly's, Daly's Plaza for yeah, Palace. Daly's Plaza.
1: Place. Yeah. Place. Daly's Place, place. Daly's Daly's place is a fun little venue for wrestling, too.
2: A thing that starts with a P.
1: Yeah, It's a fun little venue, though. I I rather enjoy watching shows at Daily's place. I, Is because
2: it, that's where they just were this last week? Yeah, right?
1: yeah. There was there was a Daily's place for Rampage this Friday, and this past Friday, and it, it the, those shows are always fun. And, and I remember the the three hour long AEW Darks they put on YouTube, and they would ha- they would just have this just God, 25, or 30 matches in a three hour span. Cause it was all darn job matches. It was, it was, it was fantastic. I loved the three hour darks and, uh, you know, of course we don't get to three hour dark now because they do dark and they do dark live now, but those arcs were, those darks were fun. You got to see a lot of good wrestling. And, uh, there was a lot, there was a lot of people that got signed by both companies that come out of that period. So it, it was it was definitely, definitely some good stuff going on.
2: Yes, things are pretty controversial when it comes to Florida politics, but the one little loophole that they had that allowed wrestling to take place in Florida, I will be grateful for.
1: Yes, forever grateful for it.
2: The rest of it can just go sit over in its corner, but thank you, Florida, for at least giving us wrestling on TV mm-hmm. during those first few months of the pandemic. Yep. Thank you.
1: Yep. Moving on. Moving on. Hangman, Adam Page, and John Moxley. What didn't this stir up a hornet's nest?
2: Yeah. I mean, it looked like they were having a good little match.
1: It was a good match. It was a good How far
2: a, into the match did this injury happen?
1: It was toward the end.
2: But Towards it the end, okay.
1: Yeah, it's toward the end. It was, it you probably had about you probably had they probably had to feel about six, six, seven minutes.
0: Right.
1: It, because uh when hangman sold for, he took the bump for the Lariat. He, somehow or another, he landed awkwardly.
2: Well, I think the Lariat hit a little high, too. If you watch it carefully, it doesn't really hit him in the chest. It kind of hits him, like, chin, mouth area. So it hits him a little high. It is a little
1: high, but that is Moxley, though. Moxley's, uh, Moxley's become much stiffer since leaving the WWE.
2: So I think it was just kind of like a timing with the height and the flip and the just
1: yeah there's a lot of moving pieces and he got there. a little bit
2: whiplashed maybe and then
1: it because
0: it, i it... mean
2: i'm surprised he was not completely fucked in the neck well because it... there's a really scary video that raven sent me from someone that was sitting floor level and it was their seat view of yeah him. i've and seen it that. was the front view of him landing and they were they were like slow mowing it so, you can just see the way his neck was contorted when he landed.
0: I think he that was I'm out.
2: surprised I, he only has a concussion.
1: I think he was out before he hit the ground.
2: Oh, he had to have been. I think he got whiplashed with the way that Larry uh, hit him high.
1: Yeah. I, I, I went back and watched it at full speed. I've never slowed it down frame by frame. I don't have to. Uh, But <laughs> I think he was out before he hit the mat.
0: I just think a, yeah, I think he was, just too.
1: The, just the way he hit was – because he's done that spot a thousand times. He does that spot in every match. So for him to not hit that spot correctly was really odd. So that's why I kind of think, you know, the the close line was a little high, but that is Moxley. He's a little stiff. And right. whenever he, he he was out before he hit the ground. He was out mid flip. He was he, it was he was out.
2: It was a scary hit and maneuver, but I don't think there is anybody to blame on it. This was just no, one just of those thing. freak. You know, they say football is a game of inches, but so is wrestling. It is. Because if you're off by just a little bit with your timing, your placement or anything, it can go wrong.
1: Yeah. it And, and it, it, it was just one of those things. It was just a wrestling thing. And it, it's happened in the past. It's, unfortunately, it's a side effect, a side effect of the uh, of the sport we love, and I will call it a sport because it's what it is.
2: Mm-hmm. May it be pre- These guys are de- athletes. They,
1: they're athletes, and it is a sport. May it be predetermined? It it, it's predetermined, yes, but I don't care if it's a sport, and I'll fight you. If you it's try to tell me otherwise, I will fight you because it's 100% a sport. I mean, it, it's but, a, uh, it's as choreographed as damn ice skating. Ice skating is considered a sport. So fuck you, yeah. and to fuck you, the little, you know, little dweebs that consider ice, ice skating a sport. It is a sport. So, is pro wrestling sport.
2: I mean, I I consider race car driving to be a sport too. Very much so. You have to be strong to maneuver those cars be and be an it athlete. gets your heart rate up.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, be being an athlete is it's yeah. not like it used to be where you had uh where you had 300 uh, pounds guys in those cars. And and they're
0: smoking
2: cigarettes smoking while they are driving. Smoking cigarettes while
1: they're driving and they like it used to be. You got to be finely tuned athlete being in those cars
2: now. But after the Hangman incident, Ringside News posed the question Do you think AEW is an unsafe place to work?
1: Um they take chances. That so WWE There's
2: would, been would moments take. that have made me question it. The Hangman incident, not one of them.
0: No. The
2: no. stuff they had Jeff Hardy doing? Yes. They had that boy doing things he should not have been doing. Well, that's
1: Jeff Hardy. T- that's Jeff Hardy telling them, talking them into it, because Jeff but and Matt still, have both done you that. You
2: are the bosses. You got to put your foot down.
1: Uh, Jeff and Matt. And both this goes done back
2: that. to what we were talking about. I don't know if it was last week or the week before with their locker room situation. That you need to get that mama roll in there that will put her foot down and say, "Boy, don't you make that jump, or you will be grounded." <laughs> it.
1: it they, that's the thing. They don't have that,
2: right? But they need
1: it. They need it. They don't have it. You know, they got Jericho in there. Jericho. Jericho's gonna do. It. Let let him do it. Jericho's gonna say, "Hey, go do it." And he ain't gonna stop him.
2: You gotta go do it for the ratings. Yeah,
1: you gotta go do it for the ratings. And uh, you know that, the locker room leadership they have in there. I I love Eddie Kingston. He's. I think he's. I think he's one of their locker room leaders. But let's be real honest about it, Eddie Kingston's not led at this level before. I mean he's, they
2: need to have somebody that's not in the locker room though.
1: They need an undertaker. That's who they need an undertaker.
2: Make some of these decisions and be like, eh, I don't know. That sounds cool. But is it worth
1: it? Well, it's, it's where you have a guy like Dustin Rhodes that should step in and say, and, and that's the, it's the problem here. You know, the guys like the veterans aren't stepping in and saying, Hey, <laughs> this ain't really safe. Is
2: Dustin even still involved? He anymore? is. He is. Okay. Dustin, he, he's toward, toward the
1: end. He is toward the end, but he's still employed by AW. He's still working for him. And I think he will forever work for him. Honestly. Um, but you got to have guys like i mean there I mean, even the guys you know even the producers like Jerry Lynn and and Dean Malenko you know, they, they you got guys and they just going to step in the problem is the problem is that uh, that the uh the wrestlers have too much say in what they're going to do and there's nobody there and, and nobody there is going to stop them because they can't
2: i'm just worried that the thing that's going to finally make them stop Is when someone gets seriously hurt.
1: I mean, hell, you got...
2: that's going to be the moment where they go, oh, shit, we need to tune it back a bit.
1: Well, I mean, hell, you got 60-year-old Sting. He's 61 years old. He's jumping off freaking balconies on people.
2: Yeah, that doesn't need to be happening. No, it
1: doesn't need to be happening. Jeff Hardy, he's climbing the top, tip-top damn buildings, damn jumping off on tables on people. Uh, Sammy Guevara, he's, he's liable to do anything including piss half the locker room off. I mean, it's just too much. Yeah, so his
2: injury is not going to come from a wrestling match. It's going to be when someone finally yeah, pops him pops in
1: him mouth. in the mouth. Yeah, somebody's going to pop him in the mouth, and he's going to lose a couple of teeth. He ain't going to be quite as pretty as what he is right now. That's what's going to happen, and he's going to deserve it. But I don't think it's completely unsafe. I just think they let the uh, – I think they let the talent have too much of a say-so in what the talent wants to do because – the talent, the talent get out there and they'll tell you they, they won't do anything they can
2: i mean if you asked me a year ago or so i would have said for sure because there was the matt hardy situation where he probably should have never continued that match after hitting his head on a concrete floor right and then something else happened like right after that mm-hmm. i can't remember who it involved now though was there something with Darby once, maybe?
1: Well, Darby's going to die in the room.
2: Well, I was going say, Darby is Jeff Hardy 2.0. Yeah. But, <clears throat> God, I can't remember. There was some other scary incident where something. Someone should have just never been in that situation in the first place. But I can't remember who it was now, though. So, I mean, it they definitely take chances they shouldn't.
1: Chances they don't need to take. Right. It's not that they shouldn't; it's that they don't need to.
2: Right. You, you don't. You don't need those holy shit, that person could have died moments.
1: No, you don't have to have it. You don't have to have it every show. Right. You don't have to have it every show, but they the AEW wants to have it every show, and I just you don't have to have it. I understand it. I get it. I, you want to put on the best show you can for everybody. But you got to take that, uh, you got to take that, that indie, that indie way of thinking, you got to take it out. You got, you got to take it out of it. Right. And you, you've got to, you got to be practical with things. You have to be a little bit safer, you know, be a touch safer than what you are. I mean, I, I don't yeah. think, I don't think it's unsafe. I, 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 I do. They do take They do take they do they do make things safe sometimes too safe with Chris Jericho uh you know we've made fun of that
2: oh God <laughs> that was the worst like but, mufasa falling off the fucking rocks <laughs> fall I've ever seen in my entire life
1: and then you had the uh, and then you had the uh, the death match with John Moxley and Eddie Kingston covered him up and like sparklers went off and sometimes they're <laughs> just too safe. But, you know, they, they was able to talk their way out of that one, though, because they blamed Kenny Omega for not rigging up explosives right. Which, okay, that's fun. That's a good way to get out of it.
2: Uh, I, I don't know.
1: But, yeah, sometimes they're too safe. But, yeah, it's not like they're not trying to be safe. They just let the talent well, have I mean, too much say in what they want to do.
2: The way the Jericho Fall happened, it would have been good it was their camera angling. That yeah, the camera the that. camera
1: angle was bad. The camera angle. Because like was WWE
2: bad. does the exact same stunt that they pulled, but they get away with it based on their camera shots because they know how to hide it. They
1: know how to hide it. Well, it's uh, just uh, Halloween Havoc. I'll go back to the court, uh, the Roxanne Perez and Cora Jade match. They they do a thing off the top of the off the top of the little stage up on you know the little round stage that people come out and talk shit on. You know, they, the
2: one Vince McMahon jumped off the of the
1: one Vince McMahon jumped off jumped off of. They'd done this weird little spot where they both went off and I mean you could tell they yeah, they went through a table, but you could tell it was all it was covered up by a black sheet and you could tell it was all it was all padded and shit. I mean you you, you Well, knew. those
2: are two tiny, tiny little girls. Yeah. So I'm surprised they broke the table.
1: Well, they damn near missed both tables. It is almost bad.
2: Right. They yeah, near, I saw
1: that. Yeah, they damn near missed both tables. They missed one and got the other one it was almost bad but it so was, they
2: almost pulled it who was it that jumped too far and missed that table on aw recently? oh julia hart
1: yeah they almost Julia Hart. yeah they almost it, it almost uh done that but they've been way that's worse. what it
2: reminded me of
1: it had been way worse uh but yeah it, it, I, i'll use that as an example i mean it was perfectly i mean they're, the stunt they did was safe because because of what was underneath those tables, which was most likely cardboard boxes. And that's what WWE likes to use cardboard boxes and uh, packing peanuts. Just
2: something to absorb the impact. Right,
1: yeah, something to absorb the impact. And their camera angles, you know, their camera angles didn't show it. AEW is getting better with it, they're getting better hiding their camera angles. Because uh, they learned a lot from the first blood and guts match when Jericho, when they had the uh, the top down shot on Jericho, and you could obviously see this, that that the that the stage was fake, steel great the was steel grate was actually cardboard, and there was a big crash pad underneath it. God, that was some of
2: the most pathetic shit I think you oh, have ever oh, seen. My God,
1: but no, I don't think it's unsafe. I just think it was. I just think that instance in particular was just a wrestling thing. That could happen saying, I mean,
2: Wrestling itself is unsafe. Yes. Anything can happen at any given moment. I mean, look at Xavier Woods. He was just sliding into the ring and got up and blew out his
1: Achilles. Ble- his ad- ble- blew out his Achilles. I mean, uh, pack. Whenever he was in, he was wrestling Chris Jericho in WWE and done a baseball slide and broke his leg.
2: Yeah. I mean, just the slightest thing can no, go wrong.
1: That's, it doesn't take much. And
2: you know, that that's not necessarily a oh fuck words. Um Oh my god, I cannot think of the word I want to use. It's, late. it's not a reflection of the safeness of the company. No. But just, you know, it's a sport. Same a damn sport. thing happens in football, soccer, you know, whatever.
1: Oh, let me tell you right now. Football, the NFL, college football, way more dangerous than professional wrestling. I will put that out there right now. Oh, yeah. Way more dangerous. 10,000 times more dangerous than pro wrestling. 10,000 oh, yeah. times. But For we sure. sit back and we love that shit. We eat that shit up. Because it's human it's bodies like colliding, colliding with each other at high speeds. That's why we like it.
2: Unless you're Tom Brady
1: and
2: no one's allowed to touch him. Uh, 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 but, anyways, yeah. moving, moving on, on. Moving on. Moving on. I'm not going to get into it, Tom we're not Brady. Going, we're not this gonna... is a wrestling podcast. Yeah, yeah, this is
1: a wrestling podcast. We're not going to. We're not going to get in Tom Brady slander. That's for a whole other whole nother, a whole nother thing.
2: Because that, wrestling in general, not safe. You can do as much as you can to protect your performers,
0: mm-hmm. which
2: I think WWE has done better yes. than the AEW. Well, they've
1: had they've as had a hundred years the, to figure it out.
2: Right. I mean, as far as the spots, I'm not talking about just like the general in the ring. Cause I know everyone's screaming. Well, you know, Ridge Holland and Big E. Yes, but. That, that was, was not an unsafe spot. No, that's that a spot was they've just done a, a wrestling move yeah. going right, right. Which is why I keep saying, you know, the Hangman and Moxley thing is not a reflection on the safeness of AEW. No, because that, that could have <clears> happened <throat> to anybody. That was just a fraction of the timing being off.
1: Yeah, that was just that was just a wrestling thing. Yeah,
2: but you know, anything that's a spot moment, we'll call it. You gotta protect your people. And that's where I judge the safeness of a company is when it comes to the spots that yeah. are either allowed or how they're set up and just, you know, you know I, I almost don't care if it looks hokey as long as the person's being safe. Yeah. I will forever laugh at the Jericho moment, but I don't care.
1: Well, the Jericho, his,
2: didn't, his wasn't even that far of a fall though. No, it was they only were that going a foot. little, mu- they were going a little far with it. But,
1: yeah, it was only about it was only about a ten foot fall, but still Jericho's fifty years old, and 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 you wanted to keep him safe, so there was a crash pad there and fake cardboard and everything, and a fake a fake steel and everything.
2: Yeah, you know, so, I was almost rather them had the crash pad and done away with the fake steel.
1: Yeah, cardboard boxes. Mm-hmm.
2: I would have been fine with that.
1: Or they'd have tables set up right there with the crash pad underneath the tables. That would have been yeah. perfectly fine. Been right, perfectly I mean that's
2: fun. why a lot of those spots you see. People fall through tables because then the tables slow them down before mm-hmm. they hit the floor.
1: Yeah, the tables absorb. That's why
2: you throw somebody the off the top of the steel cage, you're throwing them through the announced table, not straight to the floor.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the tables absorb the impact. It, it, it hurts like hell. Sure, it does. It hurts like hell. You're not trained to take a fall like that. Nobody trains to take a fall like that. But right. it's better than falling that extra three feet and missing that table and taking all that shock on the body.
2: Oh, yeah. Mm, and no. without
1: anything there to stop it,
2: the idea of that just sent a chilled on my spine. Yeah. just like falling off the top of the Hell in the Cell. Like imagine Mick Foley going off the top of the Hell in the Cell, not hitting the announce table and just going splat. on Well, the he floor. almost
1: didn't. If you, you, you he almost yes, yeah, so it's close. It's he almost real close. Table, he almost missed but... everything. He almost so missed. He, I think everything. he
2: ends up like almost under the guardrail mm-hmm. after he hits the table,
1: but you know, Mick Foley almost died in that match. Yeah. He almost died a couple of times in that match.
2: <laughs> his teeth definitely died. Yes.
1: <laughs> I mean, we look back on it. We, look, we can laugh and look back on it now because Mick is, Mick is, I mean, he's living. I mean, he, he had, does he move around slower than what he used to? Sure. I was going to
2: say, if you're about to say that he is okay, I wouldn't quite go wouldn't, with okay. I wouldn't
1: quite but... go as far as okay, but yeah, he's breathing. Mick, has, Mick put his body through hell for professional wrestling.
2: He can get through the day to day. Yeah, he can
1: get through. He can get through for the most part. He, he limps around, but he can get through, my boy. That... I think
2: he's he's learned to cope with where he's at now. He's had his I knees or hips or something done, uh, but
1: man, that Mick Foley back in the day was a—he's he, just a different breed of cat. Yeah, <laughs> he really was.
2: Nice <laughs> dude, though.
1: Yeah, excellent, excellent person. Just different breed of cat. Just ugh.
2: First wrestler I ever met was McFoley. Years ago. Years ago. He came and did a signing during one of our shitty ass hockey team things. And then he did like the little between period game where you had to shoot the thing through the little hole in the wood and just He was cool though. He was really cool. So I've got a picture of McFoley and a an autograph on a photocopied eight by ten piece of paper. Not even a photo. It's just an eight by ten photo piece of paper and it's like the WWE stage black and white print. It's really crappy picture, but it's how I have McFoley's autograph. Oh. I wish it was better. But right. this was late nineties, so I don't think they quite did the eight by ten scene like people do now. Yeah.
1: A little different back then. The a shit little on, different back then. Yeah, a little like, different back then. She's not shitted on a napkin back then.
2: Ninety eight, ninety nine, mm-hmm. but whatever it was. Yeah, it was a little different. A little bit different. That was not like going to a WrestleCon event today where you'd have figures and merch and stuff set up on your table. And I say it was a free signing to meet McFoley. Foley. I'm not going to complain. But yes, but so, you know, luckily it seems like Hangman is going to be okay. It sounds like it was you know, I, you know, quote unquote, just a concussion.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, with the, the two attack, Livioa thing, I know I butchered his last name, but with the two to a thing and a concussion he had, everybody all of a sudden was aware about concussions.
2: Well, as they damn well should and be.
1: We, and as we, I mean, as we should have been be.
2: for a long time.
1: Right, as we should be.
2: Which we will still redo our concussion. Yeah cte episode one of these days
1: one of these days i promise because i have thoughts and opinions actually do some homework for it then just base it off
2: we recorded it and it didn't quite go the direction we wanted but we're going to redo it one of these days and do it proper
1: yeah we'll do it properly the next time but anyway
2: but so yeah
1: hopefully he'll
2: be back soon when he's ready not too soon
1: yeah just come back yeah just when he's ready
0: not i too don't soon.
2: know what their concussion protocol is but hopefully it's intense because i know at least as of a handful of years ago wwe's concussion protocol was no symptoms at rest no symptoms with like light workouts and it's kind of like building from there as long as you had no symptoms like the dizziness the nausea just whatever I would say
1: I would say the protocols support is a lot like the NFLs I'd say it was probably probably real real similar real similar if not the same
2: I mean it's it's hard to judge a concussion because everybody's concussions and every concussion is different
1: yeah there's people who get concussions don't even know you got concussions
2: right and
1: that's that's a thing too you don't even know you get one
2: but, I don't know if I've ever had one, but I hope I haven't.
1: I mean, if you've... If you've been, I've
2: seen stars before. I've been hit well, pretty hard.
1: Well, right? I mean, if you've, if blacked you, out.
2: If you've dinged like your head. Second, if right?
1: you've dinged your head. Well, if you blacked out for a second, you had a concussion.
2: Well, I mean, it was, I took a soccer ball to the face once when I was playing goalie. Well,
1: you probably got concussion.
2: I'm fine, coach. I just can't see anything, but I'm fine.
1: Probably got a concussion. And once you hit, well, you got hit in the nose, too, so that'll, that'll blind you for a good 30, 45 seconds.
2: Oh, it was the worst. I don't think I ever played goalie again after that. Thank God I hated it anyways.
1: But. Well, at least you at least you you, you stopped the score. You stopped the score right there. That's all that matter. I
2: think I did. I yeah. don't remember.
1: Okay, well, you had a concussion. You don't know.
2: <laughs> well, that was also like 20 years ago. Oh. Yeah, because I'm old enough to say things were 20 years ago. <laughs> but, um, so what else happened with A.W.? I know, did they have to bring MJF out to close out the show to fill the time?
1: Yeah. They, uh, MJF actually had a couple spots. Uh, he, he had a real, uh, you know, MJF, we're getting used to MJF now, just giving, giving these great promos. And he had, a, he had a great promo with, uh, Re, William Regal. And William Regal had a great promo right back at him. It, 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 MJF accomplished something I didn't think would anybody could ever accomplish against William Regal was to get William Regal booed. Because you know everybody loves Sir William Regal now. Cause he was he was one of them old villains that's you know, everybody respects. And uh William uh, the MJF story it, it's the I don't know where it's a super villain origin or is it just you know it's a slow burn the slow burn on the baby face the slow burn baby face turn. But, man, I want to see what they're going to do with it next week. I mean, the MJF stuff is worth tuning in for by itself. But, basically, that uh, he challenged Moxley to a match at full gear, and he said that uh, for the first time in his life, he was going to earn something instead of taking a shortcut for it. And I think we could possibly see a double turn. I, I possibly think we could see a Black Bull Combat Club turn, turn heel. Although none of those guys would ever get booed. No. Uh, nobody's gonna boo. Uh, nobody's gonna boo. boo Claudio. Nobody's gonna boo. Willard Judah. Nobody's gonna boo Moxley and and Daniel. Daniel Bryan still trying to get booed. <laughs> nobody's gonna boo these guys. You. Nobody.
2: Uh, Sounds like he's stepping up to be a locker room leader from what I've heard. That's Jericho, Moxley, and Daniel Bryan are kind of the ones that are trying to step up.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Which kind of makes sense because they're coming from locker rooms where no shit was taken.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're coming from locker rooms that was very that, that was very organized. Very
2: Especially Jericho because yeah, he's been around them for a long well,
1: time. Well, Jericho's going to let the boys be the boys. Jericho's well, still but lives Jericho,
2: he's been through like all the formations of the locker room. Well, yeah, he has he so. was there for the party days into the transition of the gaming days.
1: Well Jericho's doing up the par- Jericho's still living life as a rock star.
2: Well, this is true. Jericho's on the party side of things. Yeah,
1: but... Jericho's on the party side of things. That's part of, that's part of the problem now with that locker room.
2: You know, hopefully with Moxley's I'm assuming sobriety. Having gone through rehab and everything that' maybe he will be the voice of reason and be like you know hey kids sit down shut up yeah put on his toddler dad voice and
1: we've seen uh saraya get into it with uh, uh, get into a scrap of brit baker where she's actually throwing haymakers so she must have cleared concussion protocol or her neck oh yeah Paige
2: be. has been cleared
1: yeah yeah she's been cleared she's ready to fight
2: and i don't like it
1: i don't like it either
2: well, I think, did we talk about this on here or have I just had this conversation with so many of you? No, other we people? talked about it. We
1: talked about it last week. We talked about it last
2: okay. week. Okay, the, the fact that they said that AEW's doctor cleared her,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I don't like that. No offense. I'm sure he's a fine doctor or whatever. I don't know who he is, but it just, I can't wrap my head around the fact that it could be a very biased, hey, we're clearing you because we want you here kind of thing. Yeah. Whether she's cleared or not. I don't know. I can't speak on it. It just makes me nervous. Because it was a baseball slide of all things or whatever that took her out the second time. Yeah. Not much of a move.
1: No, it wasn't much of a move at all. It's just one of those wrestling things. She wasn't, I don't know.
2: I mean, I know she says that she feels good. But a lot of that, I think, is coming from the fact that she has been out of the ring for so long. Yeah everyone says it when they get out of the ring they're amazed at how good they feel that's not so much their injuries are good but just their body hasn't been taking abuse
1: yeah their body's haven't they're been. they their
2: heels in that regard <clears throat> but just the neck thing it just it scares the shit out of me yeah. And I'm very nervous for the first time she's gonna have a match. But well, you know especially it, with, you know, no offense to AEW.
1: Britt Baker. They've
2: got some green ass people.
1: Yeah, they've got some green ones in there, yeah. So
2: if they put her in with anybody, they better not put her in with anybody green. Well if it, they want to protect her.
1: It was the same concern we had with Edge when he first come back. You know, we worried about Edge's neck, you know, we don't want to see Edge take a nasty bump. But
2: oh, I mean, I still cringe when Edge takes a bump. But yeah. the thing with Edge was he got cleared by outside doctors. Mm-hmm. Not WWE doctors. Yep. And he'd had 9 years and multiple procedures to fix his neck. And that's what it was was time is what really helped him. I know Paige has been out for a while, but it hasn't been 9 years. No. And- but he but like I said, it's the him being cleared by an outside his personal physician. Was like, hey, your neck looks really good. You actually might be able to do this. It wasn't him going to his doctor, and be like, hey, can I do this? The doctor brought it up and put things in motion. If I remember the story correctly.
1: And uh, Edge works a way safer style now than what he ever used, what he's ever done.
2: Right. And, I mean, if yeah. you notice, Edge hasn't been in the ring with anybody unsafe.
1: Right. Yeah. It's all. It's, it's, Randy
2: Finn. hmm I mean. I, I don't want to call Dominic unsafe, but Dominic is green, but Dominic he just doesn't know how grass. to hurt. I don't I think Dominic knows how to hurt anybody. No,
1: Dominic don't but. know how to hurt anybody.
2: They've kept Edge safe as hell.
1: Mm-hmm. They have. They've done a good job with Edge. Edge, is, uh, Edge has done a good job with himself. So, it, yeah, that's if you're going to do a comeback, that's how I want to see it done. Just be safe about it.
2: So it's going to be a lot longer, I think, for the Edge comeback to happen now that we've figured out that he's going to be in some Percy Jackson – netflix show i think it was oh okay that I so now we know why he had to quit because he uh-huh. has a tv show to do because it came out like a week or two after the i quit match Ah,
1: okay so yes yeah, that right. he has that so he has yeah, to go away for a minute he has to go away for a few weeks
2: right yeah so he's gonna go film this show right. i don't know when they're filming it but
1: it's probably the reason why he cut his hair too
2: probably yeah probably so I think it's gonna be a minute or so, maybe before we see Betty Nick versus Rhea Ripley to get Edge's career back, but it's still gonna happen. Yeah, that will be will the match because I have I want to see Betty versus Rhea. Well, was that and now that Rhea's that a got some matches under her belt?
1: Was that a stipulation what? that Edge's Edge's career was on the line?
2: It was an I Quit match.
1: Well, an I Quit match doesn't. I mean, I Quit match is just what it is. You just say I Quit. It wasn't a loser-leave-town match.
2: Oh, I guess that's true. Every time, I, I, just, I think I quit, As I always take I quit as I quit the company.
1: No, not, no. Okay. No, no that's not what See,
2: I, I take it too literally.
1: Now, uh, what I don't, uh, Now, what Tony D'Angelo yeah. and, uh, and uh, Santos Escobar had, that was a loser-leaves-NXT match. And the loser left NXT remember. to go to the main roster the so loser actually got rewarded.
2: Now I'm trying to remember if it was a career thing. Cuz I feel like the words, you know, you'll go away were used. Well, but... I mean it, it, the
1: the words you'll go away might have been used, but it wasn't a it wasn't a loser leaves town match. So, yeah, Edge might go away for a few weeks, but he's going to be back. He can be back mad as hell because of what they've done to Betty.
2: See, now I I really – now I don't get to see – well, I mean, I could still see Betty versus Rhea. (coughs) Oh, no, I can't remember. I'm not going to worry about looking it up now, but – See, I don't know why I just always take I quit matches as being like, I quit the company. I always do.
1: Take it to. I mean, now that I'm thinking
2: low. about it, didn't didn't Johnny and Champa do an I Quit match? They did. Because it was a, I think it was like it's a cinematic match. Mm-hmm. It was. Because that's when they real, that's when they turned Johnny heel. Mm-hmm. That's right.
1: Yep. Yep. They done a double turn because Champa went into the match's heel. And come out. Was as that a, a
2: last man stand? No, no,
1: that was last man stand. No, I can't remember what kind of match it was. But anyway, it was a double turn in that match.
2: Essentially, it's kind of the same yeah, thing. Yeah,
1: it's the same thing. We have turn to speak the words,
2: but okay. Anywho,
1: we have a new we have a new North American champion and we Wes Wesley.
2: I and, cannot wait to watch that ladder match.
1: Yeah, that's uh it, the ladder match itself was probably the best match on that card on 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 uh, uh, Halloween Havoc. Probably the best match on the card. I, I, I saw a fan really got hit way. with a ladder. Yep. Yep. Oops. Oopsie.
2: They were kind of in the way, though, so it was a little bit there. Yeah.
1: You know. you got to be I, on your toes at a wrestling event. Yeah, you got to be on your toes. You don't know when you somebody's going to crash into you. It's like, uh, it's like being in a, a baseball game. you got to make sure you see all the foul balls coming at you. you got to be or on now your there's toes. there's netting all the way around the stage. So never God, it sucks. It sucks so bad.
2: It does kind of disrupt it's, the view. Right? Yeah,
1: well, it, it, not only does it obstruct your view, you... you you start taking your eyes off of shit. You, you're not as you're not as uh, perceptive as what you would be with, with the fear of a ninety with a fear of a foul ball screaming at you at 104 miles an hour. <laughs> Sports ball. I know. I love it. I love it. I love my baseball. I love going to baseball games. But
2: congratulations, to Phillies fans! Yes. Your team is going to the World Series. Yep.
1: Congratulations, Phillies! Yeah, and I hope honestly this is. Come from the bottom of my heart. I hope you win the World Series because Houston is a bunch of cheaters, and the Yankees nobody wants nobody can stand the Yankees.
2: Right, that's kind of what I said. Like yeah. they have to win. Like I don't they care who the win. fuck goes on from the Yankees Houston series, Philly has to win. And they have Nick Ca- And
1: they have Nick Castellanos. So I, I will always root for. I will forever root for Nick Castellanos. Awesome dude. But anyway, back to wrestling.
2: What else happened in, at uh, Havoc?
1: Well, we had, uh, we had the uh, Apollo Crews match. Didn't care about it. Apollo Crews and Grayson Waller. I
2: completely forgot that he was even in NXT. Yeah,
1: Apollo Crews, Grayson Waller. Didn't care. Uh, they had the uh, ambulance match, which was a good ambulance match against uh, you know one of the Creed brothers and, and Damon Kemp. It was a good ambulance match. Uh, the stakes were high in it. But uh, and that, that was a you know, Damon Kemp threw a chair at about 90, 95 mile an hour at uh, at uh, Creed's head. Missed him, thankfully. But it was heading that way. But it, it was a good match, you know, for what it was. You know, had high stakes. Just it, You know, it's just nobody knows who Damon Kemp is.
2: I don't even know who that is.
1: Right. Nobody knows who Damon Kemp is. And barely anyone knows who Julius Creed is, so that that's that's part of the issue. That's part of the issue with NXT in itself right now. Is that nobody knows who these people are? Um, I see
2: they're bringing back Dijakovic.
1: Yeah, yeah, Dijakovic is coming back because the, he dropped the T-bar mask. I popped for that too.
2: We dropped the T-bar mask a long time yeah, ago. Yeah,
1: I, I popped. That's when I seen the mask going to the fire. Like, Ooh, Dijakovic. So that's a good thing. That's yeah, Dodjacobik will definitely. So he's definitely, losing
2: the T bar name. And he's too. losing
1: the T bar name. Yeah. Uh had the uh, core jade and then core jade and uh, Roxanne Perez weapons match. It was they had the big spot right there toward the end of the match where they both went through the table. Uh, good Those match. Those two. Those. Are t- that's the future. Amazing of that. talents yes. for being as young as they are. Yeah, that's the future of that company right there. Those two future of the women's division is core jade and roxanne perez and uh yeah five years from now those two girls are going to be uber stars
2: but i saw someone compare them to being this generation's bailey and sasha for NXT.
1: i can see it i can see it
2: i can see it too yeah i I can see see it it too for sure the amount the the quality of matches they can put on for sure they are this generation of nxt sasha and bailey
1: yeah i can definitely see it and uh, we were talking early in, early on in the, uh, early on in the show about uh, the uh, the three hour long AEW darks. The first time I ever seen Core Jade was on an AEW dark show, and I, I knew as soon as she p- applied a headlock and how she got upon her toes. I said that girl's got it. That girl is good. And sure enough, like, I've enjoyed her.
2: Yeah, sure enough, NXT, she, like, is, she she is. was it for a while with mm-hmm. NXT for me.
1: Yeah, Core Jade is a hell of a talent. And Roxanne Perez, I've, I've I've known of Roxanne Perez when, when she was Roxy and and uh, and Booker T's promotion, and then ROH, and then she was a ROH Women's Champion for a long time. At like She's nineteen so years, not nineteen years old. So yeah.
2: I mean, she put on a great match on. Um, was it SmackDown last week? Yeah. Or Raw.
1: It was uh, SmackDown. She was in SmackDown. Okay, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, six I, I thought it was SmackDown. Yeah, she did match. good in that. I she think she's impressed she, a lot of people already. She took
1: the she took the fall, but that's not she got over. She got over with that main that main roster. Crop.
2: Yeah, taking a fall in a match like that will not
1: hurt her. No, not at all. Yeah, she took the fall, but she got over. She got herself over, big time. Uh,
2: is Mandy Rose ever going to not be women's champion in NXT? Oh, dang it! I mean, Alba who Fire, the fuck is it going to take if it, if you're not going to let fucking Alba Fire do it?
1: Alba Fire kicks her ass. For literally 90 minutes. Alba Fire has kicked her ass for 90 minutes. Kicks her ass the entire match. And then numbers game catches up and fucking Mandy wins. I I, I don't understand this obsession with Mandy Rose being the NXT Women's Champion. I, I just I don't She's, get it.
2: it. It lost its fire, if it had any fire, six months ago. I I mean, it should have been done around Mania, in my opinion. Yeah. I can't remember who she fought around Mania, but it should have been done around Mania.
1: I mean, they're booking... They book Toxic Attraction like they're the Undisputed Era. Honest to God. They book these girls super strong. Essentially, they do. Yeah, they book these girls super strong. And even when Toxic Attraction... Even when uh, J.C. Jane and, and... Gigi Dolan take a loss, you st- you feel like the the team that beat them got lucky. You feel like they got lucky because you know those two are gonna they're out of the tag title picture at the moment, but at any point in time they could they could beat Chance and uh, 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 Casey Catanzaro and and, and the other girl for the belt.
2: Right, at any point in time
0: but I mean, i'm glad
2: they've been giving somebody else a chance with the titles yeah at least with the tag by taking them off jc and Gigi. yeah i enjoyed jc and gg as the tag team champs but at the same time i just want that fucking title off of mandy rose well yesterday yeah well, well okay i, I f- mean literally yesterday would have been great
1: but i feel like that jc and gg did need mandy rose because they yeah. needed they needed that rub from Mandy Rose. I I do believe that they did. Um, oh,
2: you do believe that? Okay, I thought you said that. I, I yeah. do believe no, they yeah, did. I...
1: Now, now once for a the,
2: while, yes. Yeah, do once, they need it now.
1: No, no, no. Once they break off, they'll be fine. Uh, but yes, they did need it at the start because who knew who? I mean, we knew who Gigi was from another life. Right. But nobody knew who JC Jane was. No. Nobody.
2: And I enjoy Gigi and JC. I yeah. just can't stand Mandy. I've never liked Mandy yeah, Rose.
1: Man- Mandy, I-, I just don't get the obsession with Mandy Rose being the champ. And, and she's been champ for a damn she's year now.
2: not that good. No, she's been champ, she champ for a damn wrestle, year. Fucking fine. She's been champ for 200 and something days. Is that quite a no, year No, she's
1: yet? been champ for, she won Halloween Havoc last year.
2: I thought I saw 200 days. No,
1: she's been champ for a year. Cause she wanted a Halloween Havoc last year. Oh, it is three
2: hundred and sixty. Uh huh. What were they saying? Two hundred days. Uh-huh. Oh, that's fucking Bianca. That's Bianca. Has been the women's title for two hundred. or champion right. for two hundred days. That's right.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mandy has held on that championship for a year.
2: No, she's up That in, is way too.
1: She's up here well. in Oscar territory.
2: They better not let her defeat Oscar's. reign.
1: And she's already up there with Shayna Baszler. We know Shayna's way tougher, way tougher of a human being than what Mandy Rose is.
2: Mm-hmm. I agree. I
1: mean, it, it. I get it. She's, I get it. She's gorgeous. And. I don't she, think she's that pretty. Well, I mean, I'm saying, I'm just saying, I've seen her in person. She's bad. Okay. She's bad. Bad with two Ds. I mean, I, I I get that I get that part of it, but to there's been a lot of really good looking women come through WWE and not held a championship that long, and been way better wrestlers than what Mandy Rose is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I I don't get the obsession with her being NXT champ. I just don't. I mean, to me, it's run its course, and if Alba Fire couldn't do it, who in the hell's going to do it? Nikita Lyons, maybe?
2: No. no because... I mean, I feel like Alba Fire was, like, the last really big, already established competitor that they've got left in NXT, unless you're going to put it on somebody like a Cora Jade or a Roxanne Perez. For the sake of the future of the company or the brand, yeah. Since they are so young and can work for a while down there, I mean, even then, I don't know how long those two will be down there because they are so good. I can see them taking like a page route and being really young on the main roster because of their talent.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Their talent stands out. So, so like Mandy's beat everybody. So let's talk about this for a minute. Mandy is beating everybody on the roster. I and mean, literally everybody. She went through her Walmart version of herself. Uh, I and, hate Walmart. Walmart version of her. <laughs> she went through Walmart. Almost
2: as much as I hate her. Went
1: through Walmart version of Mandy Rose. She's been through Core Jade. She's been through Roxanne Perez. She's went through Alba Fire. She's been through literally everybody, except Nikita Lyons, and I think it's too soon for Nikita. She's got. To, I think they're going to tag team belts. I think they'll win the tag team belts on Tuesday, but I just don't. I just don't know where they're going to go with it. I mean, she even beat Miko Miko Satomura. She beat Miko. Right. <laughs> what the
0: fuck?
2: It's just ridiculous And
1: she's beating everybody I,
2: just, I don't get it Oh that's right Mandy Rose was in a fatal four way
0: mm-hmm. Around
2: Mania See, so, yeah She beat Cora Jade, Kaylee Ray And fucking EO mm-hmm. All in one night Yeah back at mania that's that's i knew there was a reason why i thought she should have dropped the title back at mania because it was a fatal four-way mm-hmm.
1: let's well, see I she's technically beat. Was. she's technically beat alba fire twice right because she beat her back in that
2: four-way and another former champion an eo mm-hmm. i just uh it irks me i was that was something that i was hoping would change with the triple h regime coming back would be Mandy Rose would no longer be a champion on NXT. Uh, oh,
1: no, we, no, we ain't getting that. We ain't getting that lucky. It don't look like she. It don't look like she's losing anytime soon. I mean, just like uh, just like Braun Breaker. I don't get Braun Breaker. Either. But
2: see, Braun Breaker makes fucking sense at least.
1: Well, yeah, he he makes he makes a little bit of sense. The dude has like, charisma
2: I'm... and talent. Mandy is Rose that? is just a bunch of lipstick and boobs. Well, and yeah, I said it. Fight me. I ain't gonna
1: fight you for it because you know <laughs> I ain't never complained about lipstick and boobs before but it's,
2: but in wrestling I want more than that well uh, yeah especially wrestling in 2022 I, 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 I,
1: just, you know, I, I just felt like that uh, you know Ilya Dragunov I mean I
2: will say this one nice thing about her she is better down at NXT than she was on the main roster yeah but only by a little bit not enough to have been a champion for a fucking year no and that's the last I'm going to say about her.
1: And I, I thought, uh, you talked about the main event. I thought that, uh, I thought that Ilya Dragunov should have taken that championship just knowing the war he went through with, uh, with Walter only about, only around last year at this time. And if anybody was going to take it, it's going to be Ilya. So now they've, they, it's now that, uh, yeah, they've run through JD JD McDonough twice. They've run through Ilya. I mean, what's next for uh what's next for Ron breaker, you think? Dijakovic. God. Yeah, I
2: got you thinking now.
1: Yeah, I got me thinking now. Yeah, you know, it could be Dijakovic. Because he's run through he's run through Gacy. He's run through Joe Gacy. Oh, man. It's just it's, it,
2: a big force like Dijakovic could be a good match for Breaker.
1: It could be a good matchup for Breaker, yeah. And you, Did
2: he ever hold the title the first time around? Who,
1: Dijakovic?
2: Yeah. No. I know he was doing all that stuff with Keith Lee.
1: Yeah, no. He never held it. He never could. He, he got close a couple times winning the... Uh, winning the uh,
2: I think he was feuding with Keith Lee right around the time they started doing Retribution.
1: hmm Yeah, he, he got close right. a couple of times winning the North American Championship, but he couldn't quite seal the
2: deal. So this would, be, I think, that would be a good way to bring him back in, is putting him with Breaker because he's someone that Breaker hasn't touched yet.
1: No, yeah, I agree. That's uh, that could be a good way to bring him back. I just, I, I don't want him to bring Dijakovic back as a heel though. I, I much, I enjoyed Dijakovic's work as a babyface. I just don't. I just don't think his heel stuff. I think gets they've over. had
2: him working heel though.
1: I just don't think his heel Some stuff I'm pretty gets
2: sure. Over. Pretty sure he was working heel when I saw him on main event when I was at my show uh-huh. about a month and a half ago. He was still T bar. Because he started time. beating up. That's true. He was still being T bar at the time. Because he was beating up his opponent, and then Allie came out and saved him.
1: Yeah, you still T bar at the time.
2: Pretty sure they were still announcing him as T Bar, yeah. Yeah.
1: That, man, that retribution went nowhere fast.
2: Uh I enjoyed Retribution when it was a thing though. But then it just it kind of became weird. But I saw Mace tweeted, Don't worry, I've got your backup mask. And he still had one of his masks. <laughs> that that amused me. Sorry. Masse, not Masse. Mace, not Mace. I say. I say. Well, um,
1: the the the, the, model, the male models have went nowhere fast too. They need to get those boys out of that quick, fast, and hurry.
2: I'd say I I think it could work. They just need to give them more matches. Because they almost kind it was giving me Billy and Chuck vibes last week. A little bit. Because I think those oh, oh what was the term. They used a term, and it made me just think of Billy and Chuck, like their commit, <sighs> just like toying with the, like, their commitment to each other thing. There was some certain phrase that was said, and now I can't remember what it was. I think it was, oh, uh, fuck, I don't know, I can't, I, I like it if they just give them some more matches and just kind of let them have fun
1: i'm just glad we got I eli drake it could back work out of it. i'm just glad we got l.a Knight back out of it eli drake l.a Knight. i'm glad we got l.a Knight back out of it you
2: Instead didn't of like having, max dupree i did
1: not like max dupree at all because it wasn't who l.a Knight was now we've got dupree. l.a we Knight dupree.
2: back dupree
1: and if they're gonna have l.a That's Knight be it. a be a heel he's got to break out the dummy with the yeah
2: I think he was already doing that. Yeah,
1: well, I I I hope they let him have a talk show too, and he has a dummy button. Oh my god, this still TNA's is a gimmick altogether. This having let him have the dummy button, and he slaps the he slaps the button and it says, "Dummy, yeah." Automatically, it just comes across. Dummy, yeah.
2: I mean, SmackDown could use a talk show. Yeah. Because both Miz and KO are on Raw with their shows. I don't think there's anybody on SmackDown that has a talk show. So it could
1: happen. It could happen. I, I,
2: I, would, I like a good talk show segment every now and again. And, I
1: like, and somebody can talk like Ellie and I can talk. will can definitely make make those talk shows work. Let's
0: see.
2: So anything else happen on NXT that we need to cover? Uh,
1: Well, Bray Wyatt and is uh, the picture I sent you of his psychiatric uh, psychiatric evaluation. You know, that, uh, upper right-hand corner of that picture is a phone number. You call that phone number. You get weird messages on the other side of it. Weird, Mm -hmm. creepy-ass messages on the other side of it.
2: I love that they're still doing the QR code stuff. Yes, yes. It's so good.
1: Bray Wyatt is just a servant. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He's a puppet. He's a puppet now. He's a servant of a higher power. Who that higher power is, we don't know. We're going to find out soon, though, because didn't someone
2: show up at the end of the show? Wasn't there some dude in a hat?
1: Yeah. Was there. that on the
2: video, or was that, like, in the building?
1: Uh, I can't remember now. I can't remember now. But, yeah, there was a, there was a, something weird. Weird shit going on all the time with Bray Wyatt.
2: I will watch SmackDown in the morning. It's stuck on my DVR, and I just haven't had access to the TV that's hooked up to the DVR. I will get there, though. Yeah. But all right. Let's see. our other, We had a couple other topics of conversation.
1: Yeah, let's in real quick before we get out of here.
2: Uh Oh, so, well, the real quick one. Mm -hmm. Ric Flair was quoted as saying that if Charlotte and Bianca were to fight at WrestleMania, it would be as big as the Rock and Stone Cold. No. No. Not at all. You will never... I mean, I don't want to ever say never, but I don't think we would ever reach the star power just
1: the star power the rock and the rock and steve austin had
2: right just that power that they had because i mean a lot of it's the crowd is different the audience is different mm-hmm. We react to things differently now that i just don't think we would ever quite get that just oomph from the crowd to make something be that special again and
1: that in the crowd doesn't like charlotte enough to give them that oomph
2: well, yeah, and then everyone just knows that as soon as Charlotte's involved, she's going to win. So right. fuck it. Yeah. Why should we care?
1: And see, even when The Rock was a heel, people still like The Rock. Right. Much like they, they react to The Rock a lot like they do Roman now. Right. But, uh, No, they don't react to Charlotte's correct way to, be able to make that happen. My opinion. Now, that's just my opinion. Somebody else might disagree with me. That's just my opinion. Anyway, been, what? you
2: just know that as soon as Charlotte gets involved. She's gonna win because that's what Charlotte does. I do not miss that woman being on my TV in the slightest. No. I have been so happy not knowing or knowing that she's not there. Yep.
0: Yeah, just had, um, not the Second Charlotte quick picture. topic. Yep. Second right, topic. No, second. Keep her away. Yep. Keep, keep her, her away.
2: away. Um with we had the DX reunion a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And noticeably Billy Gunn was not there. Road Dog was quoted as saying, "They did everything they could." He thought up until that morning that Billy was going to be there, because Billy said he was going to be there. From what I remember, like, I don't remember the exact quote. He'd been texting with Billy. Billy said he was coming, and he was in.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Then found out like that morning that he was not coming anymore. And then week or so later, you know, just within the last few days, it has come out that apparently. You know, supposedly, you know, take all this with a grain of salt. We don't know what the actual happenings were. But it's been said that what Tony Khan wanted in trade for letting Billy Gunn be on the show was just for them to, you know, mention that he works for AEW or whatever. Now people are all oh, well. Why didn't they just do it? They did it for Mickey James and whatever. Okay, Impact doesn't say shit about WWE every chance they can. AEW says WWE's name all the time in negative fashion on their shows, or at least they used to. They don't quite do it as much anymore.
1: Well, I've got a I've got a whole different uh, I've got a whole different thought process on this.
2: Here, what's yours, then I'll finish.
1: If Scissor Me Daddy Ass wasn't as over as what it is, he would have been on show.
2: Now, see, I don't think that's it, though. Because that was the reference that Corey made to Billy Gunn, was that he's involved in office equipment. Hence the scissors. Uh Uh-huh. So, I don't know if it's that necessarily. But just why... I mean, I don't know if it was, you know, a USA Network thing that maybe was the stall. Because, you know, why would you want to shout out a TV show that's on a competing network with TNT? So I don't know if it It went that far up the ladder that they weren't going to do it. Or just, you know, there's got to be a lot more in it than just go, yeah, sure, come on, we'll say AEW on TV. Mm -hmm. Nothing is that simple.
1: No, it's never that simple.
2: You got to work out logistics because you've got networks to answer to. You've got sponsors. You've got blah, blah, blah. It's not just, yeah, sure, come on by. Nothing is that easy. So if that was all it was, I don't know. Or, you know, if Tony really just said, no, you can't go, I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't talk to these people, obviously. I wish I did. That would be really cool. Yeah, But I don't. So we'll never really know what happened.
1: No, we won't. Never really. And know the what last happened. thing mm-hmm.
2: that we will close on is the news that apparently AEW is trying to buy out the remainder of Punk's contract.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Just just get him out of there. Just get him out of there. Uh, and they don't even reference him as a. Uh, they don't even reference him at all in their shows now. Or they referenced I mean, the, yeah. reference the Elite and Kenny Omega, but they won't even reference him. Let's get, let's get him out of there. I mean,
2: yes, he's been more trouble than he's been worth. Yeah. He was there for a year, was injured for most of it, and then caused a huge stink mm-hmm. that has just completely fucked up their locker room, I think. Yep. You know, got three of the people that founded the damn company suspended. Yep. You know, supposedly, who knows how real all of this is but
1: well I, I would say that uh i would say that this is actually pretty real i mean i know that uh, aew likes to blend in uh, blend in the reality with their kayfabe mjf uh, mjf situation i know they like to blend it because they they blend it all the time like with uh, with you know uh with uh, eddie kingston and sammy guevara uh so yeah, they like to blend it, but yeah, this is, I, f- I feel like this is actually a thing that they want, want they want to get rid of him.
2: What I'm talking more about, are the elite really suspended? Oh, I'll say they are or... really
1: suspended. I'd say okay. because there's a lawsuit going on and they can't have them working. So I'd say, yeah, I they're guess really suspended. I forget about the lawsuit. Yeah, I'd say they're or, really there suspended. There was talk
2: of a lawsuit. Did the lawsuit ever officially come to pass or? I don't know yet. I guess we don't know, because I can't talk about they it if it about did, it, but... but now, so, with this whole thing with Punk, everyone's all, oh, well, then he's definitely going to come back to WWE. I'm like, "Nah, no, fuck that. You don't want that toxicity in your locker room after what he's done. No. Nah. Keep him far, far Keep away. Keep him
1: far, far away, yeah. Yeah. Keep him far, far away from...
2: Uh, I mean, even if he wanted to go back rooms. to WWE, No don't let him. I don't want
1: him. The only way I could see him going back is if Fox wanted him back on SmackDown exclusively. And Fox was fitting the bill for him.
2: I mean maybe. But, but I mean even then everyone's all, "Well, he already worked for WWE 1. So I was like, "No, he was working for Fox." Fox. And he only showed up like twice. Mhm.
1: And if you want to take if if you want uh, if you want to take a look at the that supposed needle mover that he was for AEW, outside of the 1.2 million they pulled for his debut back, the numbers didn't move. The numbers were right where they were for anything he done. For any show he was on, the numbers were the same. Right. So I don't think CM Punk is a needle mover that everybody perceives him to be. Just don't.
2: No. I mean, you know, like you said, his initial return, sure. But I'm going to say this for that tiny little ass arena that AEW works out of, within the, they work within the PC still, right? Yeah. Yeah. That fucking pop for Shinsuke the other night, holy shit, you would have thought The Rock or Stone Cold showed up. That little arena about blew the roof off for Shinsuke.
1: That's because they appreciate. Did you hear Shinsuke? that pop? Yes, I did. They appreciate Shinsuke.
2: I mean, I put that pop up there with Punk and Edge returning. It's up there, uh, and that was that's saying a lot for that few people.
1: Yeah, uh, they they appreciate Shinsuke Nakamura. A, Nakamura is Nakamura an a, NXT all timer, and a lot of people have uh, a lot of people would have uh, Shinsuke on their. Uh, NXT Mount Rushmore, he means that much that to, to NXT.
2: He, I mean, and he was also he was kept as a surprise.
1: Yeah, and he was kept. As I mean, a surprise we already
2: knew night. that you know Finn and Rhea and all these WWE people or main roster people were going to be there that night, but we didn't know Shin was going to be there. No,
1: we didn't know Shin was going to be there, but he was. It was fantastic. Anyway,
2: it was it was a good little pop for it Shin's was. Guy. I was very. It was. I mean, it kind of. I mean, I'm indifferent to Shinsuke. He's a good talent, but he's never really just been it for me. But I was very impressed with the pop, and kind of it got me excited. I, I was pumped after that.
1: Been, I've, I've been a Shinsuke Nakamura fan for for a, for a couple years before he actually showed up in uh, WWE. So it was, you know, it's you know, I like the dude. I, I think he's awesome.
2: Yes, he's a very good talent and everything. Yeah. It's just yeah, He's, he's just never been one that I'm like, oh, yeah, i got to watch his match every week. But I'm glad if I get to see one.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, he's 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 a lot of fun for a live crowd, too. He's a lot of fun. I
2: don't remember if I've seen, remember if I've seen him live now.
1: Yeah, he's a lot of fun for a live... I've, I've, had, I've been fortunate enough to see him live three times. Yeah, he's a lot of fun for a live crowd.
2: Now I can't remember. I'll have to go back and look at all my pictures. I can't remember. Anyway, but yeah, so Ric Flair's crazy. Ric Flair's crazy. We don't crazy. know whatever really happened with Billy Gunn. hmm
1: And Shinsuke, uh, Shinsuke. Bye, bye, is Punk. Awesome. Stay yeah, away. Bye, bye, Punk. Get nobody, out Nobody, nobody hire Punk.
2: Nobody hire Punk. Don't let the door split
1: anymore. you. Where, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you, sir.
2: I say let the door hit you.
1: Okay. Anyway, and the
2: people love Shinsuke. That's our closing. Yeah,
1: that's our closing. And Cadillac wants to deliver a message to everybody that she says she loves them and she is sorry she couldn't make the pod tonight. So, I'm gonna deliver that message out to everybody before we leave. And uh, thank you again for listening to us ramble and talk about wrestling. If you have any ideas, if you have anything, you you have any topics you all want to talk, to, you want us to talk about, and you you want to get our thoughts on, just leave us a leave us a voicemail or come to our Discord and leave us uh, leave us a little leave us a little note there we' would definitely get to you and we'll credit you for it too believe it or not we, we actually we'll actually credit you for it, stuff
2: we'll play it on here
1: we'll play it on here we'll credit you leave yeah, those we'll,
2: voicemails at anchor.fm mark pod there's a little button that says message with a plus sign yeah you'll click it you yeah. record a message we'll play it
1: we will play it we'll play it on the podcast and we will we will react to it. it yeah we'll react to it
2: Leave like, those voicemails, I want them so bad, yes, do it do it do it we've, we've had it. One. I'm begging you
1: we've had one one, and we're, it was a good one, yeah, it was a good one we're still small, Thanks, we're thumping. Still small still small, spread the word We love Scott, yeah, spread the word, you know, tell five people, tell five people we, we we've done this before we we've we've we start growing a little bit, and then you know me and Twitter and Shane Helms uh. Yeah, you know, we didn't I didn't I underestimated how many people that actually like Vince Russo to listen to us.
2: Fuck Vince Russo. <laughs> Fuck that man hard. I hate him. I would rather Mandy Rose stay champion forever than ever have to deal with Vince Russo in my life. Yeah. That says something. Give me Charlotte Flair and Mandy Rose as champions for life, but keep Vince really Russo, away keep Russo away from me. Okay but uh, yeah that's to, my level of hatred for Vince Russo
1: tell five of your friends that you know are professional wrestling fans
2: tell five of your friends about
1: our podcast that's all you got to
0: do
2: please thank you we love you
1: and we love you for it but anyway we're out of here y'all have a great night we'll see you again we'll see you day or night we'll see you next week I
2: don't know if I can do it tonight <clears throat> do it bye bye I can't do it with the Cadillac way. Oh, you That's can't the yeah, yeah, catalog
1: can. Love you, cat.